Anything? Anything uh, we need to change? We're good. Uh, nah, man. Got Johnny's good angle. His yeah. Good yeah. <laughs> Just keep it over there. <laughs> keep it on him. What's up, man? man? What's good? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Stay away. Stay. 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 Hang on. Oh, wait a minute. Wait oh, a put minute. that thing away. <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. Yeah, right there, man. Right there. I like it closer. Welcome back to Chapel Chats. Uh, we are again uh, in my backyard. I'm Johnny Chapel, and during this time, we're trying to get a few of these conversations out while a lot of people are cooped up in the house. During this COVID-19 time, they're all trying to figure out how to navigate through and just hopefully bring a few interesting, informative, and, and you're gonna find out fun conversations uh, to, to your living room or wherever you're watching this, bathtub, whatever. Um, today, really excited to have a guest who's a friend and a client, uh, Nasir Dukes of Dukes Properties and Construction. Welcome. Thanks for having me, John. Thank you. Uh, glad we to usually, be here, man. And it, it's awesome to have you here. Let's do a, we usually do a, a beer or something. Today we're having, this is, we're trying to do all local stuff as much as we can. This isn't local wine. There's frankly not a, a lot of really, really good, I think, Central North Carolina wine. Uh, so this is not local, but I got it at a local spot. So cheers. Thank, Thank you. you for being here. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Got a cool vibe back here, Johnny. I like it, man. Hey, you can come anytime. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> While we are doing this, you see that Nasir and I are at a safe distance apart. Um, Ian and Taylor, who are, who are filming this, if you will, are also at a safe distance apart. Um, they've got gloves on, we've got hand sanitizer, we've got disinfecting wipes. Uh, we're recording these, okay? So they're not live, they're recorded. If we're told that we can't do these in the future because it's not safe to do stuff like this, we're gonna abide by those rules, but these are pre-recorded. We're trying to kind of get these in the can, if you will, to continue to get some content and some conversations out to you um, during this time. So tell me, man, what's your, uh, what's your last few days been like? Johnny, it's been, it's been different. Um, last few days, of course, we're hearing all of this uh, stuff that's going on with the coronavirus and um, people in an uproar, and um, it's kind of shaking up the U.S. And, and the world at large. So um, we're no different. Um, things that's kind of really affected business, uh, personal life. Children that are at home, mm -hmm. they're not going to schools until May 15th. Um, my son is, is, is doing virtual classes. Yeah. He's eight. Eight. Yeah, he's, he's in front of his computer and his teacher's doing live interaction with him. He's even taking PE classes online, so he's got to stand wow. in front of his, his teacher and do jumping jacks. So yeah. it's, it's, it's very different, uh, very different times. And uh, we're, we're, we're adjusting. Uh, we're adapting to it as best we can. And uh, we're just taking it one day at a time. You're a small business owner. Tell us about what you guys do and, and, and kind of your, your daily workflow, if you will. So our business is Duke's Properties and Construction. Uh, we're a real estate firm. We build in the Raleigh, uh, particularly in the downtown Raleigh area. Uh, we do uh, new construction and extensive renovation work and a little bit of like commercial stuff. And uh, we are currently building a project called the Longview in downtown Raleigh, um, which we have 13 custom homes that we're putting up and we're about 85% complete. And of course, um, <laughs> what we're going through right now has kind of brought production to pretty much a, a, an extreme slowdown yeah. at this point. That's, and that's, I mean, people that are, so we're in the, the real estate, the housing industry, we're on the kind of sales end of that. Nasir's on the production, building the houses end of that. And so 
it's it's March, uh, March and April in North Carolina, and and typically our busiest months for sales are March, April, May, spring market, right? So Nasir, and we have been working with Nasir for years, and we've been kind of planning this project so that he's going to have new construction homes coming out of the ground and being close to completed at the ideal time of year for buyers. Well, you know, flip the script uh, a week ago or so, that all just completely changed. How does that, and not trying to throw, I think we're going to sell these houses at some point. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but how does it, what does that do to a business owner's mentality when you have that much inventory that's kind of out there at an uncertain time? Well, it definitely changes the perspective um, and the approach a bit. Um, we anticipated, like you said, hitting the spring market, which is typically the most vibrant time of the year, spring, summer market. Um, and we had an all anticipations on it being the same way. Um, but that's, that's, that's changed. Um, so it's affected business and productivity quite a bit. We are charged with the responsibility now to uh, make sure that we protect the best interests and the safety of our staff. Uh, so that's, that's, that's a very key piece and component mm -hmm. to what we have to do now. Uh, we're taking necessarily steps to um, bring cleaners in, to clean the units once a week right. uh, and, and disinfect, wipe down doorknobs to be safe. We haven't actually stopped production. We're, we're exercising uh, social distance mm -hmm. and we're, we're trying to keep a distance apart with subs and trades. Um, Production-wise, we've kind of made the decision to kind of slow things down just a little bit so we can kind of let things die off, reevaluate. Um, but it, it, brings, it brings about a lot of uncertainty uh, for a business owner. Um, I know certain people are concerned about layoffs. Are we going to have a job tomorrow? Uh, are they going to do a, a citywide shutdown? Uh, so those are things that kind of that we have been thinking through. We're doing conference calls instead of yeah. in, in office meetings um, just to kind of talk and dialogue through this thing. Um, I think this is a time where all of us really need to start to pull together. Um, as far as a business, it, it, it's kind of a telltale of where you are um, in terms of your, your, your strength as a business. Um, how you are in terms of your debt, um, being smart, making good decisions, and just kind of just kind of making some some adjustments, you know. Because your business is, I mean, all we hear we hear a lot of right now is, hey, if you can work from home, right? Work from your house. Absolutely. Don't go. That's why we're out here, right, in the backyard. Work from home if you can. I can do that mostly. A lot of my folks in my company can do that on a daily basis. You work with people who are putting together houses, they're, they're building foundations, they're framing the roof structure, they're installing cabinets, they're installing countertops. You cannot do that from home. And these people rely on the business that you're bringing them that we're gonna hopefully sell at some point to put food on the table. So like you said, you're trying to practice all the proper protocols, social distancing, being as clean as possible, but it's still, that's, you just can't say, hey folks, go work from home, we'll see you next week. Right, right, we, we are in the field. Um, our guys are out there working and if they they can't work from home it's not like an IT company where you can work from the house and get on the computer and the laptop um, so we have to work differently um, guys like I said they're they're out on the job sites um, they're still trying to work as long as we can mm -hmm. um, but there's really no remedy for that other than to stop production whatsoever so we've kind of got to get creative um, like I said continue to be safe exercise distance uh, but as far as continuing to build the product we're going to move forward as much as we can uh, hopefully the um, we had a meeting the other day talking mm -hmm. about the uh, city building inspectors 
if inspectors stop inspecting and that happens, then we can't continue to move forward. That's progress. a good point. So, you know, we talked about that. Yeah. That that could be a potential challenge that may be coming down the line. Um, we can finish as much as we wanted, but if we can't get an electrical inspector to come out and do an inspection, then it stops production altogether. Yeah, because we all know that we're in a, an area, the Triangle, Raleigh, Durham, where people are moving here every day. People need housing. There's actually a shortage of inventory on the market. So getting to the point of actually selling these things, in my opinion, is not the the biggest hurdle right now. We know at some point they're going to sell. It might not be when we thought they would because right. of people don't feel safe going into houses or they're trying to stay at home with their family. But but you're right, the, the process of getting that last, whatever it is, five to 10% of the job done can be even more challenging depending on what rules we have to follow that day. Absolutely, absolutely. And and so we're trying to, to, to see down the horizon any potential concerns or risks that, that could happen. Um, Again, we just got to take it day by day, um, and just kind of just kind of see what happens. Kind of keep reading. Um, try not to allow our team, our office, and the rest of the country to to, to uh, get caught in the fear with the media and the, the anxiety that mm -hmm. I think that's over everybody right now. Just kind of you know just work together, be smart, make good decisions. Um, try to move along day by day if we can and, and get as much done as we can in a day and, and, and hope for the best. Um, I don't think any of us have a crystal ball on what's going to happen. What, what, no, we'd be what getting a lot of views if we did. We would. Yeah. We, <laughs> we definitely would. <laughs> if we had one, I'd be the first person to go grab one if there was one out there. Right. Uh, but unfortunately, they, they don't make those. So yeah, It's uh, one of those upside down ones that you shake and it's kind of cloudy <laughs> right now. I've, I've got one of those and it, it hadn't given me any real good telltale. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, just 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 going day by day and and, and doing what we can do. Um, I'm really not one to do a whole lot of speculation. Uh, um, I, I like to be fact based when when we're when we're dealing with stuff like this. So, you know, checking the resources that's giving us updates, staying abreast of what's going on. Um, as far as the building side for for us. Um, making sure that we're holding on the reserves because obviously it affects cash flow. It affects. Sure. It affects. Um, you have to, as a small business owner, you have to take an even. You, you're, you know what your P and Ls look like, and you know what Correct. your cash flow reports look like. But you have to even more closely and more frequently analyze those things because, like you said, you have employees who depend on you. Correct. You have overhead. You have an office to keep open. It just you know, daily expenses aren't going to go away just because this is here. Tightening the screws, finding out where we can make adjustments there. Um, I've gotten three calls from three banks since 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 Friday um, with concern in their voice yeah. or um, wanting to know what's the game plan. You know, we've got construction funding out there that we've acquired to, to do Longview and, you know, banks want to know, you know, what's the game plan? I think there's a lot of stuff that's out there with the Federal Reserve's pumping money back into the, the, the market and uh, the Fed's cutting the interest rates down to zero for the banks. A lot of that doesn't transfer over to the consumer side. Mm -hmm. But if the banks are borrowing money at a at a less expensive rate, then maybe they're able to offer things. Yeah. yeah, they're able to to help the small business owners to offer modifications if it gets to that point, and that's mm -hmm. and that's a need for the builders that are out there, or um, you know, taking interest carry, putting it on the back end uh, of loans, whatever we can do to get creative. Well, that's a good point because you and I were both 
somewhat in this business when we had the last big downturn. Absolutely. Was, we, we remember it. We, we got the Very scars well. to prove it. We, we, I got a, yeah, we got, we got the scars Couple to prove battle it. scars. <laughs> we got sure. the battle scars. Um, your jeans did not have holes in them before they 2008. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we remember that really vividly, right? Yeah. This, this, this feels like it has, obviously there's some uncertainty and some economic ties to this, but it's, Housing was in the middle of that in 2008, it felt like. Housing does not feel like it's in the middle of this. This is something from the unknown that none of us have had to deal with, but we're still in a place where, to me at least at this point, it doesn't feel like it felt in 2008 where everything was so overinflated, uh, inventory was in a different spot, the banks had overcommitted, we were all overextended. Uh, it feels like we're in a more healthy spot in terms of the way most of our businesses are running right now. Would you agree with that? I, I definitely would agree. I think going through 2008, if you were there during that time, I think that was probably one of the worst real estate times in history. And if you've experienced that, hopefully you've learned some things to do to how to navigate through rough times. So I'm fortunate for going through that and being able to have experienced that going into this a little bit differently. I think my, my mental space is a little more headstrong. Um, a lot more resilient, um, made some smart decisions not to overextend in business, yep. not to take on more inventory than, right. than what the company could stand. Um, so I think that that served me well to have experienced 2008. Um, at, to your point, I think you're right. Um, this time around, real estate is not the center of the crisis. Um, it's, a, it's a worldwide thing and I think every industry and every market is being affected as a result of it. So it's a little bit different uh, but I think there's some things to to apply as you got out of 2008 going into some this lessons too. to learn. That some you, lessons you, you to took, learn. You, you got yourself up. You dusted yourself off. You've built your business back since then, and you're in a much better position to deal. It, none of us know how long it's going to last. Right. How difficult it's going to be. What's going to shut down and when. But I feel like a lot of the folks that we work with, you included, are in a much better position to deal with it just because you're in a healthy spot business-wise. Absolutely, business mentally. Um, I think we're in a much better spot. I think we're, we're So you're mentally good too? I'm mentally pretty good. Okay. I'm okay. in good. I got a glass of water in my hand. I'm in good shape. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, that, and I think that plays a lot of, uh, I think that plays a big factor. Um, your calm transcends to the people that you work with. Absolutely. Um, you don't make a bad situation worse. Um, uh, you keep a positive, optimistic attitude about this, keep a good perspective on it. And I think the people around you feel that. Um, and being in a position of leadership as a business owner, I think it's important to keep that because you keep everybody else around you a little more poised. Um, so yeah, we learned a lot through 2008 and going into this. Um, I'm optimistic that we'll get through it. Hopefully we'll get through it sooner than later. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that um, it, it definitely helps going into this what we're going into now. You are always one that if we we're talk every now and then quite a bit and you will tell me about something different you're doing, either something you've listened to, a book you've read. Yeah. Gary uh, V. Gary V. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching, we'd love to have you on the show, Gary V. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but a, a, something different you're doing with your diet, something different you're doing with your health. That is important right now too, Very. like your mental and physical well-being, especially in a time where we're going to be in here, inside more, is really, really important. Uh, tell me about that. 
Well, I'm, I'm You're a healthy guy. I'm definitely a healthy guy. <laughs> I'm definitely listening to the Gary V's, the Grant Cardone's, yeah. um, a lot of the webinars that, that, are, that are, are, are real estate based or success based, um, reading some good books, um, and then definitely exercising and working out. Uh, can't go to the gyms right now because gyms are closed. So we're doing a lot of calisthenic workouts. What um, are you doing at home? Tell me about that. Give us, give, give us me, <laughs> come on. I mean, Nasir is a really popular guy with, with, with some real estate agents in my office. They're oh, all God. like, let me know next time Nasir stops by. So, I mean, tell us what you're I doing. What, the, special your, you yeah, the, the special sauce, you want to know the special sauce? Now's the time to, right. I mean, look, again, you're, you're in the ground floor of something that's going to take off. So you're along for this ride. I'm so. along for the ride. <laughs> So, so, so number one in terms of health, I'm eating clean. Okay. I'm a very clean eater. I juice once a day. Um, nice. I'm big into juicing, kale, turmeric, ginger, good vegetables, good fruits, organic stuff. Um, so I juice a lot. Um, I eat a clean diet. Uh, I, I, I limit a lot of meats, a lot mm -hmm. of fruit, vegetable, plant-based food, um, protein shakes, and a lot of uh, cardio. Um, some of the, car the calisthenic workouts that I'm doing now are push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. Um, are you a bigger, do you, are you focused more on lift, more on cardio? Is it a mix? Tell me, tell me kind of what's your, what's your blend? It's a mix. My blend is a, um, <laughs> um, a little bit of all those, okay. some, some, some heavy lifting, then, then, then break it down to some calisthenics, doing some cardio, stepper, running outside when the weather's good. Yep. So I try to keep a constant exercise regimen and conscious of, of, of a healthy diet. A variety. A variety. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is yeah. it is your is it, is, it, is it more routine based for you? Do you ha are you a routine kind of guy? Do you like to do, the, or do you like to mix things up a little bit and and just throw caution to the wind and see what sticks? I'm 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 a very I would I would say I'm probably a very regimented person. Uh -huh. So I got to have some consistency yep. and and it keeps me on track with with consistency. So at least four times a week, um, I'm doing some type of workout regimen. Um, I like to switch it up, you know. Um, trick the body so you know like I said I'll do heavy weights and then I'll come off the of heavy weights for a week and just do all calisthenics mm -hmm. um, I'll do a mix of calisthenics and cardio and, and, and run uh, squats dips and, and stuff like that yeah. and yeah. right now we can at least still run we can walk whatever exactly. you know, whatever you yeah. can do uh, exactly. even if you can't go to the gym like you said and do your normal uh, routine anything that you can be doing because I think it clearly for me and I think clearly for you too what we do with our body impacts our, our, our mental Absolutely. capacity and our ability to lead a small business or whatever. And so doing whatever you can, even if it's a half an hour a day, or I mean, we got more time, a little bit more time on our hands in some ways now. Uh, so just thinking about how to do that differently and, and maintain that physical uh, health that impacts your mental health. Yeah, yeah, you get you, you got idle time because you're in the house. As we're drinking a glass of wine. As we're drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> this is good for your health too. It's <laughs> antioxidants and, exactly. and the blood thinner and all that good yeah. stuff. Moderation is Moderation key. Moderation is key. Right? Is key. Um, yeah, that, to your point, it helps with stress. Right. So during this time, if, if stress is a little higher than normal, getting out there and, and going for a run and filling the lungs up with air and catching some breeze and um, letting the kids run outside and play, um, and just keep that stress level down. That, that, it's always helped me with, with, with stress and mental clarity and, and energy. Um, so exercise is just a part of my lifestyle that I, that, I, that I keep a constant, yeah. Hey, it's 
Keep it up, man. And, you, and you're looking like you're doing some working out yourself over there. Johnny. Oh, well, thank you. Johnny Just, uh, Guns, man. Johnny Guns in full <laughs> effect Guns, over there, man. man. Cut, cut this out. We're done. We're done with this interview. Uh, uh, this is definitely making it. This is making it. Uh, this, is a, this is a small shirt. That's why. I died. <laughs> but as we're speaking, it's a local shirt. Again, we're trying to get yeah. out uh, the word for local businesses. This is, uh, do you, are you a gin drinker? Do you like gin at all? A little bit, yeah. Okay, Durham Distillery. I mean, it makes conip- good stuff. conniption gin, good if you stuff. ever had that, conniption you, navy strength is yeah. like, it's a little bit too good. Uh, you I bought was, me a bottle last week? I got you a yeah. bottle because you've been working really hard, um, and so that was just a little something. But uh, Durham Distillery, uh, again, what you can do for small businesses right now is buy a gift card, grab some of their stuff off the shelf safely, um, be ready to go support them when things are back open again. But uh, if you haven't checked out Conniption, it's really good stuff. And uh, if you have ideas, if you have small business gear or swag, we'd love to see it on the show. Nasir's got one of his shirts on, showcasing a small business in our area. Um, let us know, hit us up at hello at chapelres.com. That's hello at chapelres.com, or just send us a, what do you call it, a DM? A DM, man. A very I social. Goes down it goes down, goes in, down in a DM. <laughs> Hit us up, however you find us, and we'll make sure uh, we get the awareness out for your your organization, all that kind of stuff. But um, how did you get into what you're doing now? I don't think I've ever asked you that question. What got you started? Well, um, I got started about 15 years ago, so I started pretty early. Um, you two, were what, 10? I was 11? 20 plus. <laughs> <laughs> about there, about 10. And... Um, I came from a real estate background. Yeah. Family was in, in, in real estate. Um, originally born in New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, South Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. And um, so it's kind of always been in the blood. I didn't really want to get into real estate uh, when I first went to college. I went to college and um, it's had, had aspirations to be in sales. So graduated from school, finished up, and went into corporate sales with Verizon. So I was on business to business sales for a while. Okay. Um, but again, it was in the bloodline, and as I was in corporate America, I decided I wanted to buy one rental property. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started out with one rental property. Where was that property? It was on Millburnie Road. Surprisingly Whoa, enough, in Longview. Here we are, 15 years later, and the very first property that was purchased in Raleigh. Um, here now, 15 years, we're doing a subdivision. Full circle. So it's kind of yeah. coming full circle. So it's kind of. Kind of got that feel to it. Wow! Cool, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that was that was that's that's how I kind of got started into to the business, um, along with the background of real estate. So as time progressed, decided to get a little more further into it. Saw the the value and the benefits of um, entrepreneurship, uh, real estate a, a, as a whole, mm-hmm. and decided to get a little little further into it. And um, decided, hey, let's let's jump in a little bit further with it. Um, maybe if we can match. The income that we're making in corporate America um, may walk away from the corporate America world. And um, so you enjoy working for yourself more than you did for corporate America? Is that what you're trying to say? I, I absolutely do. <laughs> um, I, I, corporate America is great for yeah. those that want to be into it. Um, for me personally, it just gives me a, a lot more control of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that, I think that's the biggest key is, is the time value of being able to be in control of your time and, uh, and to have that option. And then, then to do something that you're passionate about that yep. you love. Um, we like taking uh, areas that are underdeveloped and developing them, um, taking distressed properties that, that may be abandoned or no one's there, and then 
beautifying the, 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 the house or the neighborhood. Bringing and moving, life back into it. Bringing life property. back into yeah. it, moving, moving a family into it. Um, so we get a lot of gratification from that. Um, and we've grown the team and went on to do um, other projects since then. And, and, and things have been well and really enjoy what we do. Really and enjoy it. And you, and you build a good product, and I know for sure. <laughs> yeah, Ian lives in one of your houses. Uh, I live and, in and, one yeah. of them. And I actually caught Nasir one day. I was taking out the trash. It was probably about 5.30. I just got off work. And I hear Ian. And I'm like, what the hell? And I see Nasir chilling in his truck. And I, and I go down the driveway, and we just start talking. And you're... And you basically just said you just like to go around and see what the product is well after you've built it. Absolutely. To see how the streets have changed. Yeah, you're not one of the business the owners that is that is in the 17th story that's yeah. not connected. I, I like no. the fact that you're on the ground uh, listening to people who have homeowners um, or tradesmen uh, or, or, or just people in the community about getting feedback hands-on. You're an operator. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're not just a... Uh, uh, behind the spreadsheet all day. Yeah. Absolutely, we, we, we definitely like to engage the community um, and, and engage the people of the community and, and, and see what their their hopes are, what they're looking for to see, to add value to the community. We wanna be an asset to the community, we wanna enhance it, we wanna beautify it. And to your point, Ian, I, I was just riding by and just, and, and just reflecting on what it looked like when we first yeah. started over there um, to what it is today mm -hmm. um, and, and uh, the, the progression of it has, has been amazing. Um, yep. A lot of the conditions of the properties weren't the best. Right. Um, you know, some of them were empty, some of them were abandoned, um, some of them were just in terrible condition. And then to go through that area and either preserve the existing structure and enhance it and beautify it that way, or if it was in bad enough shape that it needed to be torn down, tearing it down and building a new construction product. And then to see um, homeowners move in and really take a sense of pride about the community. And I think it, that story is really important because, uh, again, uh, it, it, we're both in the in the real estate industry, and uh, and and there are good and bad people in the real estate industry, good and bad businesses in the industry. But it's sometimes there's a, a stereotype that gets put on as the the big bad developer, right, who's yes. going to come in and uh, and and just turn the neighborhood upside down. I think what I've enjoyed about working with you for a while is that it is. Uh, yes, everyone's in a business and everyone needs and wants to make a profit and pay their employees and pay their overhead and pay their rent and all that. But it is it is it is nice to be able to drive by after you finished a project and say, hey, this was a dilapidated building that was unoccupied that we were able to significantly renovate. And there is a need for housing in this area. And now we've got happy homeowners living there. That's just a little Again, big picture with what we're going through today, that's a really small thing, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a good thing. Absolutely. We're, we're not in the business of displacement of, of uh, homeowners or, or, or pushing anybody out of a community. Uh, for example, Longview. Uh, when we purchased Longview, that was an old abandoned, abandoned church. church. Yeah. And, and there were kids that used to run back there and spray paint and smoke pot in the back, yeah. in the back of the school, and, and the back of the, the, the daycare school and the, the, the old church. And since then, we've knocked that building down and developed and built a, a new housing community, uh, which which is much more productive and, and much more beneficial to the neighborhood and the community. So um, that's 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 our goal and our initiative to try to enhance the community and add value to it and and, and create inclusion. Um, so that that's 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 key for us. We we're not in that business. We're in the business of, of 
of doing what's right for the, the community at large. Taking something and leaving it better than you found it. Absolutely. Kind of, kind of thing, yeah, I, I, I totally get that. We're in an uncertain time, okay? You agree with that? Absolutely. Uncertain time, no one knows how long the uncertainty is gonna last. Sure. But let's think, let's think beyond all this. We're, we're back, we're stronger, we've recovered. Where, where is Nasir Dukes and where is Dukes Properties in Construction in 10 years? Oh, okay, I can answer that. All right, one. you've already in, thought about this. In 10 years, where is Nasir Dukes at? All right, Nasir is devoted, progressive, okay. wiser, mm -hmm. still in good shape, taking care still of Still in real good shape, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, committed to family. Mm-hmm. Um, and Duke's properties and construction um, is bigger, stronger, still building and developing residentially and commercially. Mm -hmm. Hopefully still in downtown Raleigh, mm -hmm. uh, maybe some other cities and states. I think this will still be a good place to this be in 10 years. This will still be a good place to be yeah. in 10 years. Um, and we'll continue to have a good work-life balance. So we'll, we'll try to enjoy life uh, do good business, um, leave a legacy, uh, make our mark. Yeah, ten years from now, I'll, we'll check back with you in ten years, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we will. You will probably look the, the exact tape. same. I hope so. I'll probably fully, fully either gray or or hairless by that point, but um, we'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being on today. Thanks for having me. Johnny. Appreciate that. We'll finish our glass of wine off camera. Yeah. And uh, we would love. Uh, to invite you back because we're going to do more of these chapel chats coming up. Uh, again, if you got an idea for the show, if you got some swag you want to see on the show, please hit us up. And as long as it's safe to bring you these conversations, uh, we think it's important and just uh, maybe a nice distraction from uh, the normal day right now. So we're going to try to continue to do so. And until then, hope you stay safe. So thanks again for watching this episode of Chapel Chats. Please don't forget to uh, hit us up if you have an idea, if you'd like to be a guest. What else? Comment, share. Comment, share. Like, comment, like, share, comment subscribe. share, subscribe on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace. Are we on MySpace? This is gonna take off. Tom still wants to be your friend. MySpace and Craigslist is going from there. Let's try that. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs>